You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Morical. With me, as always, is Sean Laverne Keller. That's me. <laughs> and Mike Uncomfortably Big Dick Pareto. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> Why is my name so much different than his? <laughs> I, you gave me a girl's name, but you gave him a descriptor, uh, a very flattering descriptor. I can't, I can't help his pants. Nowadays, they're just so tight. Uh, Laverne? I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's flattering. He is uncomfortable. Laverne? All the time, I'm uncomfortable. La- Laverne? This is nonsense. Laverne in 40 years. I was 100% (laughs) ready for a Laverne and Shirley reference there. As was I. Nope. (laughs) Mm. Going into a a different direction rather than constantly trying to come up with new things for that list where I'm just going to say whatever the fuck comes to my head. My favorite was uh, either the last or the second to last episode where you just said our names. (laughs) 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 I was caught so off guard. (laughs) Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. All right. I'm so uncomfortable. No, it's over, Mike. The the bit's over. Yeah. No, but I'm still uncomfortable. No, you're not. I'm just you're always very... uncomfortable. Look, I used to live with Mike. He's very comfortable. I never <laughs> said it was because of my dick. I'm just very uncomfortable right now. Well, what's ah. the matter? Oh, it's this <laughs> it's this anal plug I'm wearing right now. <laughs> He's like, I just murdered a man. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling very uncomfortable about it. <laughs> Some, yeah, uh, I'm feeling really. <laughs> I, ha- I have a lot of thoughts, but mostly I'm just <laughs> discomfort, uncomfortable. <laughs> really, really in the weeds on this one, guys. <laughs> a little nonsense is proudly sponsored by Dairy and Waters flavored toilet seats. <laughs> what? No. Now available in salt and vinegar. <laughs> and by Rotary Hardware is proud to announce their all new custom dick sized drill. <laughs> Put a hole in something and then fuck it. <laughs> fuck your furniture. Fuck your walls. <laughs> fuck your gazebo. Custom dick sized drill bits. Fuck it. <laughs> People would buy that. I'd like to nominate put a hole in something and then fuck it as perhaps the best tagline of the year. <laughs> Certainly of this short year so far. <laughs> Certainly of this of this year so far. Yeah, certainly of the two episodes we've produced <laughs> in the year 2021. All I have to say is you better be sure that you're fully erect when you measure that drill bit. Well, and but a drill bit uh, uh, to me it implies that you're you're drilling into wood and that's that's something you don't really want friction. If you're inside with. and you get bigger than you drilled. 
You've got that's a, true. You've got a problem. Well, also splinters, though, right? Yeah, I have to imagine that uh, it does like some sort of sanding. It's got to be a smooth borehole. It better be. <laughs> dick size drill koozies for your dick <laughs> from the makers. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're talking. Uh, you basically just install a flashlight in your wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second tagline. <laughs> you basically just install a flashlight in your wall. Good luck explaining that uh, to guests. It's, uh, it's art. I think it's self-explanatory. <laughs> oh, that's just where I fuck my wall. Something tells me that the person, the type of person who would go through all that trouble doesn't have many guests coming over. <laughs> that's, an, that's an excellent point, Sean. Hey, it's time for someone, my Christmas party. <laughs> someone, someone, someone with... Uh, Someone with a masturbatory glory hole <laughs> does not does not have any guests. So you guys still coming over for game night or? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, probably not. I, I don't even know who he'd be asking that of. I don't think he'd have people to ask. No, he'd just be in a chat room. He just has a hole. He's in a 1994 chat room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on AOL. Yes. <laughs> You've got mail. You've got mail. Welcome. You've got mail. <laughs> I'm I, on the phone. <laughs> did you guys did you guys have AOL back in 1994? Yes. When we were all like uh, 10, 11. Yes, and you couldn't I I I know I'd uh, pick up the phone to make a call. And someone was on the internet, so I yeah. could not make a phone call. <laughs> most of the time, and it most would, of the time, that was yeah, the case. It would kick him off, actually. Hey, if you, are if you, you, are you on the internet right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying you know to call the was, police. <laughs> do you know what was uh, really annoying to uh, a friend of mine growing up? He apparently this was a very common problem with compact computers in the '90s. We had a compact. C O M P A Q computer. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Long, long defunct. Defunct. D U F U N Q. Defunct. Sure. <laughs> that is a very R and B spelling of that word. <laughs> uh, the uh, the compact computers after you would log off, be it from you know, AOL or uh, like if you were doing a were, direct dial-up StarCraft match. You were asking Jeeves something? Yeah, you, you could have been asking Jeeves something, uh, as my father did a lot. That was his favorite search engine. Or search up something on Lycos. That, that guy was just paid to, like, clean up, but he knew everything. He knew everything. Yeah. Anyway, uh, after you logged off the compact, after you logged offline... If your when your phone rang, your computer would restart. <laughs> oh shit! That's, that's that terrible. Makes sense. <laughs> that's that's not a that's not a bug. That's a feature. <laughs> yeah. So uh, every every time my my friend uh, logged offline, he had to re he had to remember to unplug the phone cord from the back of his computer, Ugh. so that he wouldn't be like deep playing a game, and then someone would call his mom, and he'd lose like his progress. 
I remember having to do stupid shit like that. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid shit like that. Ugh. Computers just kind of sucked back then. You know, we dealt with it. Because the reward was greater than... Because it was not, still, it was still magic. <laughs> it was still right, amazing. It sucked <laughs> compared to now. Right, the yes. internet, The internet came on a CD. <laughs> you had to install I, a fuck CD. You. I remember. I remember when it came on a floppy disk. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. They had those those AOL, uh, you know, floppy disks. Yeah, the three and a half inch floppies. Yes. Whew. This was not three and a half. Yeah, but they were like six yes. or seven inches yes, three, erect. They were the three and a half ones. The yeah. the one point four four megabyte <sighs> floppies. Ooh, a whole one point four four megabytes. Yeah, and you'd install that shit, and you had uh, you had AOL. You just had to pay. You had to pay like fifty dollars a month to connect to the internet at twenty eight point eight kilobits per second. But uh, which is my internet speed currently? <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking for StarCraft matches, and like you know, they they would restrict people. You better have a fifty six k modem. Yeah, yeah. It would always say you. like it would say low low ping only. Yeah, low ping, which was. 412 <laughs> milliseconds back then. Nowadays, low ping is like four milliseconds. Ten. Yeah. Yeah, it's, low. it's lower yeah. than that. Times have changed. We're old. We're old and technology's better. I used to play... Uh, That's the name of this podcast. Message. <laughs> We're old and technology's every, better. Every podcast we do is called We're Old and Technology's Better. <laughs> Colin, Sean learns about science. <laughs> I think yeah. I've played every iteration of multiplayer game since the dawn of the internet from message board based, text based. Yeah, games. I don't think you've talked on this show at all about that uh, <laughs> that that Star Wars LARPing uh message board game you were in for a really long Wait, time. Wait, what? Yeah, back in back in high school. This was literally like my freshman junior freshman sophomore year of high school. I I I I played a text-based a text-based RPG forum AOL game. I don't think I knew this. With uh, this, is, this is this is solid Sean. Oh my god. With with one of our mutual friends. Was it or no? It was oh my goodness, Mr. Yes, yeah, so and it's a I, bunch of names that you get to bleep out <laughs> that I don't know. We uh, we uh, we we were part of a uh, guild on a message board based game called the Remnants of the Empire, and uh, that sounds familiar actually. Yeah, and and it was a it was a very robust game that uh, had a lot of a lot of rules and. Uh, it would take like an hour to to post anything, and you had to, you know, if you wanted to engage in combat, you had to like look at all of the the various numbers and and, and text based commands to. You to guys execute. were you guys were like Matt Damon in that Mars movie where it took like forty minutes to send a, <laughs> <laughs> send a yes. communication. Yes. Yeah, and then this game was like the Martian. <laughs> yeah, and we, the Martian. Would, we would talk about it. We would talk about it in geometry class the next day. Mm. Now, now throw your bona fides on the the table, Mike. If I remember correctly, you were 
You were not a low-ranking Imperial officer. Well, of course I, you were. I started as a somewhat low-ranking Imperial officer. As, as, as most one does. Do. But yeah, I did. Yeah. I did end up being the Emperor of... Wait, what? Now, wait a second. Of the remnants of the Empire. I've, I've, never, I've never heard of the fry cook becoming the CEO of McDonald's. Oh, no, I... You don't start that low. I watched that movie, though. Sure. I started... I did start as a captain. So I, you know, I had only like 27 ranks to go through. <laughs> Luckily, everyone was dying at such an alarming rate. Oh, that's the Empire, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Anyway, what was, was your fun. character's name? Do you remember your character's name? Captain? I do. I was not creative at all. Of course he remembers. I, I was not creative at all about <laughs> I know, that's it because, why I asked. <laughs> because I had, I had just come it's, off of reading the, the Zahn trilogy when I created this character. Heir to the Empire. David Thrawn. David Thrawn. It's almost that bad. It's almost that bad. <laughs> Dave Thrawn. My my character's name was Itor Pelayan. Pelayan. Mm, Pelayan. Which of course is the last name of, of Thrawn's favorite captain, Gil Gilad Pelayan. Or Pelion. I don't know. Pele how how do you I pronounce it? I always said Paleon, which is why it took me a minute when yes, you said Paleon. Yes. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah, I was not creative at all. So Paleon uh, was awesome. He was, he like, was awesome. my favorite yeah, character he was, he was in those books. <laughs> he was fantastic. Good guy. Mike, there's nothing wrong with you wanting to be awesome. Well, well thanks, Joe. Or, I, or related to awesome. But everything else about that is... <laughs> Was a problem. Everything else about <laughs> everything else about you is wrong. But that is fine. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with wanting to be awesome, right? But the way you went about it, <laughs> literally everything. I remember. You did. I, I remember. We would occasionally do like uh, uh, what I guess you would call them instances nowadays, right? Where we would we would go into a chat room with a group of people and we do like a we do we do like a special operation. Like a briefing? Yeah, and our, our commanding officer would send us like a map and like commands and shit, and we'd have to we'd have to like act it out in a chat room. I'm sorry, but that sounds fucking awesome. It Can was, we do it this? Was fun. <laughs> it was actually it was a lot I'm of fun. I was so on board with doing this. Yeah, it was, it I was, wanna do it. It was good times. It's it sounds just like all the role playing games that I've seen you DM, Joe, and like just It, mm. it was very similar to I guess a... Yeah, like a like a DM to yeah, just give us a scenario back in, and then back you do in those that. days, uh, it was it was pretty common for people to play all manner of like tabletop role playing games mm -hmm. through the message board format. If they didn't have a group they could actually get together with, you know, it would take a long time to play, especially during combat, since you know there's a specific order of turns so it couldn't continue until someone took their turn yeah for the big deal stuff it took forever on the message boards yeah. but if we would do like a little operation where we could get like 10 people together in a chat room we could do it live mm -hmm. that's that awesome. fun yeah it was, it was a lot of fun it's kind of funny we talked uh in one of the previous episodes about the game among us which is not like this crazy graphical marvel like game that like utilizes current technology and like not at all pretty yeah. like it, it could have been a game that came out 30 years ago right sure 15 and years so, ago sure but but it, it's it's kind of it's the same kind I mean, of it thing could have though, come right? out 30 years ago but it would have been on like an atari 2600 and only two people could play so you'd always know who the imposter was <laughs> right right 
But I guess my point is that, uh, as we've discussed before, you know, graphics don't necessarily make a great game. It's it's really just, right. is it a good game? And Is it fun? Yeah, and it could be fun for decades. Yeah, which sounds kind of obvious to anyone who's ever played a board game. Like... Yes. That's a good point. Fun games are fun. Right, Fun yeah. games are fun. <laughs> so, Mike, rather than just leave you hanging, I don't know if I've ever... I, I have to... I had to have told you this at some point when we were, like, drunkenly at a steak and shake chain smoking in the early 2000s. Joe played but, every single person you were playing with in that game. <laughs> <laughs> My life is on dropped. <laughs> been gaslighting you your whole life. No one else played that game. It was just Joe. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I have something that's uh, about as equally nerdy, although mine was not from a good wholesome place as yours, mm. but from a dark evil place. Oh, no. Interesting. Um, Should we so, stop recording? <laughs> no. Okay. okay. No, it's it, it it's it's still harmless. Right, I. I did a, I did some trolling in the uh, in the AOL days that was gaming related. Oh boy! There was a public. Uh, there were actually a series of public Pokemon chat rooms on AOL in the uh, in the mid to late nineties, and I created a screen name on AOL called Team Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I vaguely I, I vaguely remember this, but that's hilarious. Yeah, I would just go into those chat rooms and just start with doing people. the rhyme. <laughs> I'm lost. What, what would, team, was they're, that they're like a developer? The chat rooms just, they're, they're, oh, they I'm were sure in the chat rooms like... Up. Well, they bought into it. Like, they were they were LARPing hardcore, so they're like, you know, hide the babies. <laughs> they, they, what are you guys talking about? What fuck? is Team Rocket? Team Rocket was, was essentially the bad guys in the original Pokemon. It was like the bad team. Team okay, Rocket. got it. They were so your, they were your nemesis. Time, and then Joe came and there in was, like, there was oh. Jesse and what was the chick's name? Or Jesse and what was the dude's name? Jesse and James. Jesse and James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse. Yeah, it was a play on Jesse, Jesse James. James. Right. Okay, okay. With their with their coughing and wheezing and uh, uh, Ekans. <laughs> they, they were like General Grievous. They had like a bad cold. They were like complete idiots. No, 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 no. Did, you you oh, didn't okay. play Pokemon, did you, Sean? <laughs> no, not, not at all. I'm ever. just pick, I'm just picking that up now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no idea because what you're talking about. There. I said coughing and wheezing, and he thought I was talking about General Grievous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> he's trying to. He's desperately trying to get it back to something he knows about. <laughs> no, I just have. I'm trying rather to than out you what know it is. being completely clueless when I said I would just <laughs> pop into you know a chat room as a young teenage boy. And start typing, prepare for trouble. I think that's so funny. And make that double. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure they loved that shit. Oh my god. Uh, you know, it was it was funny. I, I'd leave after I finished the entire. Uh, I don't I don't know what you would call it. Poem, the motto, uh-huh. wh- whatever. The speech, <laughs> the rocket speech, the creed. I would just leave, and someone started uh, instant messaging me after. Saying that that's really messed up what you're doing, and I I don't know, like what what gear my brain kicked into, where I just pulled the most amazing bullshit out of my ass, saying you know I'm just trying to give uh, the world some some realism. This is something that happens in Pokemon, and by by doing this every so often, it gives it some <laughs> verisimilitude. I was such a nerd. <laughs> 
And that, that was the first time that Joe feigned empathy. That is hilarious. <laughs> I, I had to pull something out of my ass, so I told him I was doing it for good. So I, I tried to tried to think about what they felt like. Uh. And it was weird, but it totally worked. Interesting idea, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not alone in doing nerdy things in AOL is what is what I was trying to get. Well, that at. was that was kind of my first opportunity to do really nerdy things, like because uh, you you know you're exposed to a larger group of people than you're exposed to True. on your in your daily life. I used to go to this chat room called uh, Rom's Pub, and it was like it was like a cantina. It was like a Star Wars cantina, and everybody there was always LARPing Star Wars. And it was it was good times. Everybody knew me. I was a regular there. You know, I was like <laughs> I was like twelve years old. But twelve year old uh, Mike had a problem. But they so were all of them. They didn't know that. All of them were also twelve. Yes. <laughs> or or forty. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was thirty twelve year olds pretending to be forty and one forty year old pretending to be twelve. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was the guy who always wanted pictures of me naked. <laughs> now that you mention it <laughs> odds are you're correct <laughs> oh you, lo you lost this game of Dijar. time to send me that shirt of you uh, that picture without your shirt I'll, wa I'll wait here for eight hours as it's downloaded <laughs> yes Pixel exactly by just line by line <laughs> oh yeah those were the days Oh, got a little bit of nipple there. <laughs> I guess it's okay to start jerking off. <laughs> Too bad this guy's on Mars. <laughs> Who waited until the nipple to start jerking off? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, in the th in the throes of puberty, by the time the image completely downloaded, you could be on round three. <laughs> Potential episode title, Who Waited for the Nipple to Start Jerking Off? <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> that was back in the that was back in the Lisa Kudrow's fake boob days. <laughs> we yes, talked about that before. That was <laughs> that was the Lisa Kudrow fake booby bro. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it more pathetic to wait line by line for a fake boob to load <laughs> or, or to, Much more to jerk pathetic. off immediately to a real nipple? <laughs> you don't even have to finish that. Yes, it's more pathetic. <laughs> oh. And understandable. But back then, you didn't really know for sure it was fake. It yeah, took... no one told you life was going to be that way. You, you Where know. everything's fake <laughs> all the time. Yeah. You, you, even in those days, on those, oh, on those sometimes you knew bit, those bitmaps with their crazy artifacts, you know, because it's not like photo software was any good then. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, photo photo softer. Is there? It's like it. it, it <laughs> software. It, it, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear what he said. Photo. Like, it might be real. It, her, her 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 face and her body are two different skin colors. Man, come on. It still, sometimes people tan. People tan, Joe. Her boob is black. <laughs> she tanned just from the neck down. And <laughs> I'm look. I'm not discriminating. I, that looks that looks no, like look, the real thing. That was that was a good one because it looked so real. Okay, it did. And also, when you're 12, you've seen like Four five boobs. tits. <laughs> you've yeah. seen five tits your whole life. You're like, that, that's got to be real. I mean, nowadays, nowadays, that's probably not the case at all, right? I mean, it's. No. 
Oh, now you can spot it like immediately. No, no, I mean, like, I mean, nowadays, no, nowadays right. you're 12 years old. You've seen a thousand titties. I mean, it, for sure. Yeah. You literally go to a you've screen. Seen you've, seen four, you've seen 4K videos of someone shitting into someone else's mouth. <laughs> and, and shitting into cups and eating it. And yeah, all you have to do is go to the nearest glowing screen and just say tits. And then you see yeah. everyone's tits who ever existed. <laughs> That's true. Oh, the life! All we had, all we had in the early '90s, especially before internet, were was uh, scrambled porn. Yes, yeah, scrambled porn on you cable. Yeah, you got to watch uh-huh. the, you got to watch the scrambled porn in the early occasionally, '90s. Yeah. Occasionally, you would get like a few seconds of sound. yeah, yeah, where it, it may, yeah, it would, it would, it would mostly unscramble, and then you'd have like blue or green tits. Yeah, you have like a half the a second. The colors would still be totally wrong. Yes, but right, you'd, right. Right, you could see it. For a little, but that was enough. <laughs> that was, was absolutely that enough. was enough. Were, oh, yeah. If you're a little, if you're a little nerdy kid into science fiction, those are alien boobs you're jerking off to. You'd sit there for hours waiting for that shit to <laughs> <laughs> for that shit to unscramble. It was like the perfect storm for like three minutes. Yeah, you would get a tit on your screen. <laughs> there was I, I remember I remember the show that I watched scrambled the, the most often was Tales from the Crypt. Because occasionally they'd have some racy stuff on that show. Did they have racy stuff on Tales from the Crypt? It was on HBO. Yeah, but I thought it was mostly just like gory. No, they had like they had some racy stuff. It was hoary as well as gory. Yes, exactly. I mean, I I I would try to get the scrambled Playboy channel. I don't. I, I mean, it's just all pouring all the time on the Playboy channel. Yeah. You don't have to wait 19 hours for a boob. <laughs> maybe, I sh- maybe I shouldn't have waited through like the 40 minutes of exposition for the chance at, <laughs> for the chance at one blood-soaked tit. Now Sean, now Sean can't hear the voice of the Crypt Keeper without getting a little hard. Oh. It just primes him. That's right. I, that's why I love puns so much. That Crypt Keeper was all about him. It's all explained. That was actually a pretty good show. It was great. We can and, talk about that in a minute, but it is it is time for another ad. It's Figrin Dan and the Modal Nodes. <laughs> yes. Yay! If you're looking for the perfect blend of space jazz and class, <laughs> mixed with a little bit of giant bulbous heads for your venue, then the Modal Nodes are your space dream come space true. <laughs> nope. Figure and Dan and his three conspicuously nameless Bith buddies will play anywhere and anytime you need to spruce things up. For a fee, of course. And as long as it's a CD cantina on the outskirts of the galaxy with some of those butt face guys and at least one of those wolf dudes. Treat your guests to the greats from Cantina band number one <laughs> to Cantina band number two. Man. And the Modal Nodes are proud to present their latest spacey, jazzy, bulbous headed hit Cantina band number three. <laughs> it's perfect for background music during shady deals and smoke filled corners of. Space bars on the edge of the galaxy. Book on the Holonet today through their agent, Clark 
Jorgensen. <laughs> really? It's not it's not even like Space Clark Jorgenstar. Alright. It's Clark Jorgensen. Says here he's apparently some kind of amorphous amoeba like space monster. With an eye for talent. <laughs> Figuring Dan and the modal notes. Good luck with the music on this one. <laughs> Wait, I, I, who can forget the chronological passage of sequential intervals? <laughs> that, was, that was one of their big hits, I think. Hopefully they play that one. Oh, they're going to play everything you've ever heard them play, and it's going <laughs> to take eight minutes. <laughs> and what's what episode is this, Joe? It's 85, buddy. You motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, see, because because I added all the odd numbered episodes, uh-huh. and uh, Joe Joe edits all the even numbered episodes. <laughs> so, so Mike, you have to do a different ad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you see what the solution is, obviously. Yeah, execute You're, Mike. Well, yes, but <laughs> if if you want to take a nonviolent route, yes, which. I advise against, but okay. you know it's up to you. Sure. sure. No, you're just gonna have to play versions of the songs on your keyboard that are arranged by you and not at all. Just I could just derivative I could record of myself of, doing like. Either of those are fine options. Was that Randy Newman? Hey, James Cameron. Randy Newman covers Figrin Dan and the modal nose. All right. Well, this time he's done away with his piano and he's scat singing. <laughs> I have to actually. I've got. Uh, I've got the perfect segue. Speaking of Randy Newman, um, he 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 did uh, the introductory song for a television show. Did you guys know this? Yes. Joe, what? Yes. Joe, what show am I talking about? You're talking about one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wait. A show that that Mike, Mike's mom, oh, I seem to remember, enjoyed oh, no. called Cop Rock. Cop Rock. Oh, Cop Rock. That is, I actually, I did not know that. I, know, I, knew, I knew Cop Rock was terrible, but I didn't know Newman did that. Yeah, watch the opening. He appears in it. Oh, no. He appears in it? Yeah, <laughs> oh, playing the God. piano. Oh, God. I think that was Randy Newman. Oh well, I didn't. I, I didn't. That wasn't the one I was thinking yeah, my, of at all. My mom loved that show. It's so bad. Wow. Yeah, it was definitely Randy Newman in the opening to Cobra. But did did she love it in like an ironic way, or was no. she just like no? She. <laughs> my I tried mom, to give you an out. <laughs> my mom loves musicals so much that like anything, uh, like Glee was her favorite show while it was running. Which was actually right. a fairly well done musical, but yeah, it, it, it musically it bore little resemblance to Cop Rock. Sure, yeah, sure, yes, but anything that was what I'm hearing is that if if Sean starts singing during this podcast, she'll listen to that's it. possible. <laughs> yeah, 
If we turn it into yeah. a musical no podcast, my mom yeah. will become a listener for sure. Well, I think I think episode uh, 120 is our musical episode. We're not quite there yet, but yeah, pretty That's soon. That's not a long ways off. It's not. Gotta hate musical episodes of things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You've got a while to make peace with it. <laughs> No, the the show we, we that I was we definitely got to get one in before the show becomes syndicated, though. Exactly. Yeah. No, the show that I was thinking of was That's one that happen. I ref- <laughs> I referenced in our chat the other day, uh, which is the show Monk. Oh, I did not know that he did that song. So the first season he did not, but then for the second season they were like, you know. We really need something to hook the kids on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we why don't we have Randy Newman write the theme song? And so he wrote an original song uh to be the opening theme of Monk. And the reason I mention it is uh my I'm wa- a detective <laughs> saw a bunch of crimes. That's not far off from what it is. <laughs> it's the reason jungle I mentioned- out there. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. That's Mike, you know song. it. Mike, <laughs> that's how it starts. It's a jungle out there. <laughs> I, have zero, I have zero memory of this. Um, but my wife and I, we are off of the survivor train, and we are full-on binging monk. <laughs> From we're, we're halfway Sean. through season two. We're halfway through season two. It's so good. There are so many good shows out there. Like, like so many. Like Monk. Monk is so good. <laughs> it's okay. It's not good. It's trashy Sherlock Holmes. All right. So the last episode we watched last night, I was able to deduce the killer, the means of killing, the the weapon, everything before the opening credits. <laughs> It was. It's so. So you're you're saying that uh, you could predict the plot of a USA television program? Go figure. Yes, it makes you feel so smart after you've watched the BBC Sherlock series. I assure you, if I started watching Monk, I would not feel smart. <laughs> but there, but I look, would know that I wasn't because of the decisions I had made that day. But look, Tony Shalhoub is a national treasure, okay? Agreed. Okay, so he makes the show entertaining, and you also get to try and race the clock. You're like, am I going to figure this one out in the first five minutes or the first ten minutes of this 40-minute long episode? <laughs> my, my parents used to be obsessed with a show that you both probably know, starring Peter Faulkner. Or Peter Falk. Oh, yeah. Peter Falk. Columbo. Yeah, Peter Columbo. Columbo. Yes. One of my bosses got excited just yesterday because he discovered that the entire run of Columbo is on Amazon Prime. Nice. What about the Commish? Did you guys ever watch that? No. I no. have seen the Commish. The Commish was great. I used to watch that when I was a kid. Does not hold up. Oh, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with it? It's just a little it's just a little dated in uh some of the attitudes. Okay. Just like Nine N-words per episode. <laughs> that sort of thing. He's, yep. The opening credits is just him beating women for two and a half minutes. <laughs> so is it better or worse than Monk? Better. No. I, I don't know. There's no, no way, no. I mean, comparing... If I were to watch them both now, which would I rather watch? Yes. Monk. Probably Monk. All right, good, good. Yeah, no, Monk is great. And what's great, though, is, like, the captain who's, like, Monk's foil on the show, who's the bad guy from Silence of the Lambs, yeah. okay? So the the captain, Captain Stottlemyre, they, they go to every crime scene, and he's like, 
Oh no, it's cut and dry, Monk. This guy hung himself and then shot himself in the head four times. Is she a great big fat person? <laughs> yes. And then Monk's like, I don't know, I got a bad feeling about this, Captain. He's like, no, it's cut and dry. The guy hung himself and then stabbed himself in the chest and shot it's himself cut four and dry, times. Monk. She was a great big fat person. I understand the uh, Agatha Christie show. It puts the lotion the, in the basket. The, po- the Poirot show is supposed to be pretty good, Poirot. too, yeah. Hercule Poirot. Exactly. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's is the it like uh, you know what? series <laughs> based on French. the Christie novels. Speaking of French, did either of you watch uh, the Netflix series Lupin? No. 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 Is that, that sounds like a werewolf, Lupin. Well, but it's, right? it's uh, probably pronounced in the French way. L- Lupin. 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 If it's... Yeah, uh... <laughs> So <laughs> wait, wait, Joe, you just did it differently than Mike it's, and I. It's Lupin. 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 And then Joe goes, Lupin. <laughs> I don't speak French. Uh, neither do I. Um, Surprise, yes, listeners. <laughs> Surprise, Sean. This show is like brand new. Fluent French. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, so I, I don't know how familiar you are you are with the, the character. There's a an old, uh, very popular character in French literature named Arsène Lupin. Yes. And he's he's the gentleman thief. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wears a monocle and a top hat. He does. And carries a cane. Yes. Okay. Uh, so the, the Netflix series is about someone who was inspired by that to become a gentleman thief. The Monopoly guy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the caricatures, the drawings of Lupin. It does, it does look like him. He was, he was obviously doing the uh, Ace Ventura. <laughs> oh yeah, from uh, Ace Ventura Two Nature Calls. Monopoly guy. Sorry. Do not pass go. <laughs> Do not go like two hundred dollars. Do not pass go. Welcome to the old nineties edition of a little nonsense. <laughs> and also Lupin. Sorry, go on, Joe. I apologize. <laughs> yes, please. So he's imitating uh, our son Lupin. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, specifically, he's committing crimes to like avenge his father, but he is—he has taken on the ideals of the gentleman thief. It's a good show. I, I enjoyed it. If uh, listeners, if you enjoy things with subtitles, I recommend it hey. because it is entirely in French. And it's uh, so it's it's kind of a whodunit thing. Not at all. You you know who done it. It's the, thief. It's the guy who is pretending to be Lupin. The gentleman so thief. I, you get, it's from his perspective, so therefore it's more. He's an anti hero. around. Like they, they definitely show the cops in the police station trying to figure out who he is. Well, try first. They don't even know that these crimes are connected. And one person who's a really big fan of the the books from the beginning of the twentieth century starts figuring. He starts seeing some things like, huh. That crime's exactly like this story from uh, from the uh, Mar- Maurice LeBlanc books. Interesting. Um, and then he figures out that like all of 
uh, Diop, that's the that's the main character. All of Diop's aliases are anagrams of Arsène Lupin. Ah. Okay, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to give myself a bell <laughs> based on that no, face that, that Mike as, just made. As you were talking about it, I realized that when you said 20th century, for the first time, I think, in my life, I felt like the 1900s were weird. What? Like like the <laughs> 1900s were a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, for, well, for the first time now, I feel that way, despite having been born and lived through I, I did think about that the other day. Like uh, our kids or grandkids or just young people will be like, "You were born in the 1900s." Yeah, no, it's because we were. I I just Crazy. thought about it just now, and I can tell you for sure, it's definitely weird now. It is. It's yeah. reached yeah. weirdness stage. I agree. Yeah. yeah, we're far enough into the 21st century for it to be weird. But hey, yeah. that's great news, right? We made it this far into the 21st. Good century. job, guys. And now it's our last day. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> tomorrow, we tomorrow did it. it's could over. be the end of the world. Actually, there is a possibility <laughs> based on oh, nah. based on when we're recording this. It's possible. He's he's got until noon <laughs> to launch to launch the nukes. The 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 world will be fine. The world will keep going. We're of course talking about we might be dead. Yes. Come on up, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the bell has been Shh, rung. Ta-ka. For under 69 years. <laughs> nice. Helping Hands Charitable Foundation has provided funding for hospitals around the world. Now, we're proud to partner with Make-A-Wish for our newest efforts to make dreams come true for terminally ill children. Introducing Helping Hands Happy Endings. Oh, no. Oh, no. No parent should have to bury his child. Theoden of Rohan said that. <laughs> he was a king and lord of the mark. <laughs> the Riddermark. <laughs> and he knew that there is nothing more sad than the inevitable death of your terminally ill child. No matter how close to death your child may be, let them come. <laughs> oh, God. And our award-winning helping hands will give them the perfect happy ending. Each child <laughs> receives... As many happy endings as necessary. The end didn't come, false alarm, no problem. Our helping hands will give them as many happy endings as they need. And then, they shall have peace. (laughs) Heck, maybe King Thaden himself will give it to them. Can you imagine a happy ending from the Lord of the Rohirrim? (laughs) To make... Such an end with the Lord of the Golden House. You know, other children's charities could have stepped up, but they didn't. Where was Cars for Kids when the West Fold fell? Where was Cars for Kids when our enemies closed in around us? Where was Car. Helping hands, happy endings. It's exactly what it sounds like. Hail the victorious dead! <laughs> How can men stand stand against such reckless hate? <laughs> I don't know what that. What is that from? What does that have to do with the, our proud sponsor? Yeah. <sighs> that was disturbing. That's uh. <laughs> that's got to be one of one of the weirdest ads that's been on this show. You're welcome. It actually reminds me of an old uh, joke. <laughs> I that- mean, it's it's perfect for this show. You you combined 
hand jobs and dying children. It reminds me of, of, of an old joke, Sean, that we used to have. Do you remember? <laughs> Little Jimmy just had one wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Little Jimmy was terminally ill with stage four brain cancer. Little Timmy had just one wish. To fuck every hot girl in the world. <laughs> yeah, the, make yes. a, the Make a Wish Foundation proudly presents <laughs> Jimmy Gone Wild. <laughs> wait, wait, son, son, you, you, you want, you want what? <laughs> well, I guess that makes sense. I mean, when I was your age, I suppose I. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just want one thing. I just want blowjobs from all the women of the world. <laughs> what, what, uh, what? Wouldn't... I didn't know Jimmy was Mickey Mouse. That's amazing. Oh, 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 oh boy! I mean, what would a twelve-year-old boy want? On his, on his, I mean, di- his dying breath. That you know? for sure. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, make a make a wish is like. Would you like to meet John Cena? And he's like, no, no, I want to fuck a bunch of hot women. <laughs> I was, Please. Wait, man, I've got like 12 days. <laughs> There's got to be, it's, uh, look, illegal, illegal. What, it's, I'm 12 years old. Please just uh, let me have this. Uh, look, I'll wave, I'll wave charges. I'll wave the charges. Okay. <laughs> My dad said he will wave all charges. That's definitely not how that works. <laughs> Uh, I can't prosecute if I'm dead. Okay, I can't. I can't prosecute. <laughs> those, those poor kids. They'll never get what they want. Then, it's just which is <laughs> to fuck every hot girl in the world. <laughs> well, statistically, some of those dying kids have to be gay. So one of them might want to fuck John Cena's mouth. <laughs> Whoa! All right, yeah, Jesus whatever. It works that way too. It's fine. Same. Yeah. same yeah, okay. All right. Just saying. It's still horrible, but hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, you know, kind of true. But, you know, you're right? yeah, you going through puberty. What are you going to do? I'm sorry about the. <laughs> I, I started thinking about the logistics of your awful joke. Thank you. I'm, I apologize. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. That's. Yeah, you know, no. That does not bring about good things. Yeah, don't start doing that now. <laughs> oh, That's good man. The Monopoly guy. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his glasses. All right. And my headphones. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Oh, man. He was so funny. He used to be so funny. Now he's. Hey, I watched, I watched Sonic the Hedgehog, and he was fantastic. Was he funny movie. again? I haven't seen that. In he a while. was. He was enjoying himself. I haven't himself. seen that movie at all, actually. No, he. And when you watched that, how far into Monk were you? But I hadn't even started Monk. Hadn't even started Monk. Okay. I uh, just want a timeline. Yeah, no, this was a few weeks ago. And uh, we watched uh, Sonic. And I, that movie was, like, fucking enjoyable. Like, it wasn't like, oh my God, I need, like, the director's cut. But it was, like, entertaining. And Jim Carrey was having fun in a way. I've heard it's good. That he yeah. had not for two decades. Yeah. I've heard that's an entertaining that's movie. I'm, I'm glad for both you and Jim Carrey. I'm really, yeah. I'm really glad they redid the animation. Oh my god! On Sonic, yeah. 
He looked so weird and creepy. He looked before. terrible with like human teeth and shit. <laughs> what were they thinking? Ta- <laughs> I I don't. It, maybe they did it on purpose for publicity. Wow, uh, no. so they already, <laughs> they, they they already redesigned him and they released the shitty, yes. like uncanny yes. version of him. Yeah, to drum up like internet could be <laughs> noise. Could be. I know, but it, it was really good. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. And yeah, Jim Carrey is just. I, I want to see a sequel. And I want to see him as Robotnik again. It, it was a lot of fun. I could see <clears throat> Sonic to me has a lot more like compared to Mario. You know, it, they're both platformers. They're both kind of they don't have a story really to speak of. But, but Sonic between, has a lot between Sonic and Mario. There's definitely a lot more there. Oh, there's like Sonic. there's chaos chaos emeralds and there's different world like there there were comics and TV shows. I mean, I know Mario oh, yeah, had no, I, the, a actually, TV the show. Sonic, the Sonic TV shows were really good. Yeah, I, the the lore was there. Like, yeah, I really Sonic. Sonic was voiced by Jaleel White. I really enjoyed. Yes, the, there there were two Sonic cartoons. One of them was like kind of serious, and the other one was like a was was more of a, a comical. Was he like a, a grizzled homicide detective? <laughs> yes. No, it just it had like a little bit. And he had OCD. He had like a little bit higher <laughs> in animation, and it was more dramatic. And then, and then there was one that was on like uh, Saturday morning cartoons that was much more. Where he's eating chili dogs and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I enjoyed those as a kid. So, I as far as Mario goes, I can't imagine making anything coherent uh, out of a Mario movie. Is it, it surprising to you guys that they have not tried? It was. No, it was. Well, yeah. Is it surprising that they have not tried that again since that movie? No. If that movie exists, would you try again? I mean, like you have nowhere to go. <laughs> if you're but a up. video Good game point. company, you have nothing. You have there. Every, anything you do is going to be better. Well, nowadays you can at least do a fully animated version. Sure. So yeah. you know you could get you could get a lot more on brand with it. Yeah. Hire fucking. Tom Cruise to play Mario. Whoever Danny DeVito is Mario. I'm seeing that they there is an announced Luigi. Come on, <laughs> like you can super, do whatever you want. Yeah, there's a Super Mario Brothers movie announced for 2022, but we'll see if that actually happens. Is there is there any cast attached to it? No, it's seems the late Bob Hoskins. <laughs> it seems Bob. unlikely to happen. John Leguizamo and Dennis Hopper. I mean, <laughs> if they, who just died five minutes ago. If they really want to stick on brand, all Mario can ever say is like, it's a me what? and aha. Oh. <laughs> like I, ma, ma, ma. What a, what a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like Rain Man. It's also kind of like the Japanese version of making a caricature of an Indian or something. Like it's like yeah. Mario you think Mario so? is this is is a swarthy Italian. Like that's literally how they describe him. He's a swarthy <laughs> Italian plumber. It's like making a cartoonish Indian guy jump around and do ninja moves and shit. Like which I you, mean, it would be if the Italians were like a marginalized sy- systematically wiped out. Yeah, it, it, I understand what you're saying, but it, it it's coming from a completely different culture that is super. Oh yeah, and Mike's obviously never played Chief Wahoo's Last Stand, and and <laughs> suggest that there's best video game ever. <laughs> to suggest there's never been racism against Italians, even even oh, no, in America. Definitely has been. Know. It's it's it's. There. I'd say mostly mostly in America. Yeah, especially when they first started immigrating here. Nobody likes the newbies in this country. Mm. It's it's pretty yeah. 
It's pretty egregious. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hoozles. What video game that's about as simple as a platformer do you think would make a good movie? I think I think Mega Man would make an excellent movie. Uh, well, if you count Metroid also as a platformer, but it's it's more. I would count. I would count the original, that. like the the first like five Metroid games are platformers, right? I, they're they're technically sort of adventure platformers, but. I think Metroid would make an outstanding movie. Castlevania? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, similar. That'd be a good one. Yeah. That is why they call that genre Metroidvania. Mm. Right. Yeah. Similar, just totally different eras and settings. What about Pong? Not a platformer. Pong. But there are two platforms. There are, yes. In a platformer, you don't generally control the platforms, though. <laughs> that would be a, that would be an interesting twist. If, uh, it would be. Actually, if you control the platforms and Mario or whomever just goes by himself. So, so Mario is just Mario is just running, and you control the entire level around him. <laughs> oh, that'd be yeah. amazing. Actually, that's kind of an interesting <laughs> idea, Joe. Is that would be a that would be a very strange VR experience if like you were holding the platforms in your hands and manipulating them yeah. as this tiny little Mario is running around you. Is is Portal considered a platformer? No, Portal's a puzzle game. Portal puzzle, Portal's yeah. a first person puzzle game. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 technically like all the mechanics are first person shooter. But the game, mm -hmm. the gameplay is puzzle. Got it. Okay. It's a unique game. I didn't think because there's different platforms you need to like. Well, there's some. I mean, there's to. some platforming there's in platforming. the game. Yeah, but yeah. it's not a platformer. Platformers are generally 2D. There are some exceptions, but they're usually side scrollers. There are some 3D platformers, um, but most of those I think fall better into the adventure category. Yeah, but Portal Portal is definitely primarily a puzzle game that's a video game where i hope they never make a movie portal like yeah i i don't i i can't imagine that anything they came up with in the movie would be as satisfying as playing the game yeah i think in the hands of the right people it could be really good i i really like i i don't think i don't think you do the plot of the game no but you could definitely tell a story in that universe about aperture science. About aperture science, sure, but not about shell and not about. No, like, I would have it take place before whatever cataclysm befell the world outside, where everything was ruinous or just a big open field. So in that universe, sure, yeah. I am yeah. really, I'm really fond of games like Portal and like Metroid, where you're alone, like totally alone. And there's this vast universe and a, and a history behind everything. And, and your only interaction is with like an AI, basically, the whole time. It's it's creepy. It's awesome. Less compelling as a movie. Yeah. I think I think either could be hard to do. Hard to do movies without dialogue. It is. Well, have you, you guys have you guys seen Moon? Yes. No. OK. It's really good. Yes. Yeah, that's Sam, essentially that concept done really well. They kind of they kind of get around that though a little bit though, without being too spoilery. Like there's there's people to talk to. 
I think it's executed really well. That's a great... I think if you were to do Metroid as a movie, in order for there to be dialogue, you would tell a story about Samus that is not on... What's the main planet? The planet that the game takes place in? The the first game. Uh, Metroid, do you remember? Oh, God. I I have to look it up, because I don't remember. It's like Feeds. Oh, it's Zeebs. Zeebs. There you go. I was in the ballpark. Yeah, I mean, you, I, I don't see the movie uh, taking place on, on Zeebs, but, you know, perhaps a bounty hunter story in some futuristic space city. Yeah, and I guess kind of like Alien did a pretty good job of that feeling of being... Yeah, definitely. You know, stranded and alone. Probably better. Could there be a, uh, probably better. Could be a Donkey Kong movie? No. Mm-hmm. About what? About Donkey Kong and, uh, <laughs> and Diddy Kong. So it's, a, it's Donkey Kong Country, the movie. Yeah. Why not? I I would I would not want to watch that. <laughs> All right, I'm just throwing it out there. Have you guys played that recently? No. <laughs> God, it's so hard. All, these games that we used to play when we were kids are like impossible. I don't know. How, yeah. I don't know how we did this. <laughs> Seriously, like, how did you sit there and die a million times and play this game forever and beat it? You had no alternative. Yeah, you, you had to go, like, hang out with your family yeah. or play this game. <laughs> so you, you got really good at this it's game. It's really hard. They're very difficult games. And there were no save points. There were save points, but not forever. Like, you couldn't. No. no. You only had a few chances. Right. Yeah. I remember uh, a few years ago, I was in uh, I was in this dude's attic where he kept uh, like his Super NES setup. We had a case of beer and we were trying to play uh, the Super Nintendo Lion King game. Oh, that's Ooh, a hard yeah. fucking game. Oh, it is so oh, hard. Shit. I had that game. We completed the first level like once. Yes, yes. Now, granted, we were drunk. <laughs> sure, but I had that game. It was the same, if I remember correctly, on the Game Gear, the handheld Sega. I think it was the same game. Very Maybe. difficult game. I, I borderline impossible. Some of those games from it was actually good though. It was, it was actually pretty well executed uh, platformer. Aladdin, it was a beautiful Lion looking King. game. Yeah, Hard. yeah, but. Platformers from that era, uh, try playing them today. I mean, they will kick your ass. Yeah, unforgiving. Yeah, even even the original, you know, first three Mario games are very difficult. Part of that's holding a controller that digs into your hands. Well, certainly the, yeah, the NES controller. Yeah. Sounds sucked. like you need a gaming sleeve, Joe. <laughs> Maybe some gaming shorts. Some gaming gloves. I mean, I do get... I do get pretty sweaty while I'm playing uh, platformers. <laughs> the audience has no idea what we're talking about. You're going to have to probably just take that out rather than have us explain gaming shorts to everyone. No, I think I'll, I'll just leave it in. Gorts. Okay. <laughs> Google it. Yeah, well, this is, <laughs> Google gaming Google? shorts. Yeah. Google it. Point three, point three gaming shorts. Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves about gaming shorts. Is Ask Jeeves still around? I hope Let's so. See. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> everyone, everyone, check a different '90s search. It's engine. called Ask that- now, but yes, it's still around. What about Alta Vista? 
Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> I got Lycos. Alta Vista is Yahoo now, so that doesn't uh, count. What, what about Netscape Navigator? That's a browser, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's not around anymore. Yeah, Lycos is still working. Really? Yeah. Lycos. Wow, it is. It's actually, it's pretty minimalistic now. Let's... Uh, Excite is still in existence in some form. Let's try to find my old Angel Fire webpage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that uh, Google's name is ultimately the reason that it just that it ended up winning? It's because people just, no. just liked... <laughs> also, the, also the technology. Yeah. It's mostly it the is, technology. It is the best browser, technologically speaking. Yes. Or at least it, I mean, at least well, it when, was. didn't hurt. When Google was created, uh, you had to manually enter website addresses into the search engine data banks. Uh-huh. Like, if you set up a website, you would have to go to the search engines and add your website to it. Google was the first one that did, like, search spiders that was ju- that were just scouring the internet to find shit out there. It's the it's the uh, the the alligator uh, in human skin overlords who decided that the silliest sounding things would become mainstream. So there's Google and then Zoom. I mean Yahoo was pretty stupid too. Yahoo, yeah. Uh, but Why I remember we can make people sound dumb. I remember having Yahoo. to use like quotation marks and the plus sign and shit uh-huh. between yeah. between words to get for sure. what I was looking for on Alta Vista. I actually miss having to use Boolean uh, search operations. You do? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I I got to be a lot more specific when I True. can do it that yeah. way. Like now, you can put in quotation marks, and they, they, they don't care. They're, they'll still show you stuff that's not an exact match. That's true. Yeah, I'm sure you could narrow it a little bit using the options, but I rarely do that. Mm. Are you looking for some very specific porn, Joe? Is that? Of course, I am. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> It's the only reason I use a search engine. Oddly Jeez. specific pornography. And those are the that's the search those are the search terms. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm looking for oddly specific, specific pornography. What are what are other people looking for that's oddly specific? <laughs> <laughs> we found we found one result. <laughs> I don't really care what I'm going to see. I just want it to be weird. <laughs> The one result is your old Angel Fire page, Joe. <laughs> yes, it would be. Yes, it would be. Actually, no, my old Angel Fire page was uh, was a, an emulator repository. People could download uh, ROMs for, for NES emulators off of my website. Nice. That was very kind of you. Yeah. I used to love those little those little programs you would download for AOL that had like had like the macro technology built into them, and you could like spam chat rooms. With yeah, it made you feel like a hacker. Yes, those were so cool. I used to love those, and the, especially the ones that were like real little, compact and they had all the features. That was sweet. Yeah. You can't download Wares anymore. It's not the same. It used to take like twenty five minutes to download a two point six megabyte Wares app mm-hmm. for your for your AOL. 
And your so you could have like your computer would your, your computer would restart if your phone right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is really a '90s episode, isn't it? It's been very '90s heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's our episode. Yeah, it is. And mm. with a score of two, I am this week's loser. That explains why you kept it going so long. You were trying so hard to, get, <laughs> to bait us. To I get mean, some more points on the board. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I have been and shall continue to remain Joe Moracle. Uh, Laverne Keller. No, not, not Laverne. <laughs> Just Sean. I'm really uncomfortable. No, no, you're not. Mike. You're not. Uh, Mike. No, you're you're fine. Uh, you're perfect. I'm not Laverne, and he's fine. Uh, my foot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, which one? My pants foot. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Laverne. <laughs> Laverne. A little nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here or there is often very necessary. And that, that was the first time that Joe feigned empathy. <laughs> <laughs>